0: Welcome to another episode here for the family pod and for media prof reacts to AI again and again and again again (laughs) it feels like we we can't escape the claws of AI gripping us or grabbing us closer and tighter (laughs) at least from what we hear everywhere it seems like everyone's afraid of AI and it's a scary time to be alive and whatnot um and if you've listened to or watched my previous videos or listened to my previous podcasts where I react to AI, you probably know that I totally disagree with this. So, I, yes, it is interesting times. Yes, it can be scary at times. And I did go into into great detail in my last Academic Corner podcast where I talk about all things academics, academia, and so on in regards to AI. So if you're interested in this, what I think about like AI impact on university and education and so on, check out my academic corner podcast. Um, but on, on like a larger scale, right? So my background is in digital marketing, um, now communication studies and, and whatnot. So if I not not only look at um, higher education, but like on marketing work as a whole, I'm still not scared. Will it replace? people yes and yet it sucks which is true so yeah so I, I, I'm I not sure if it's true or not I, on the Rogan podcast I don't know if it, it was like serious or if they were joking with Saga and Jetty and Crystal Ball um, they said that BuzzFeed laid off lots of writers um, but then again if, if I mean no one should be reading BuzzFeed <laughs> let's be honest um, if your whole business model is about like writing bland boring formulaic um like oh my God you won't believe what happened um posts then yeah AI can do that it, you teach it like the outline how a post should look like and it's gonna spit out five thousand of those same posts within like te- within like a minute no problem but should we be worried about this wouldn't it be if <sighs> hmm I'm struggling because <laughs> while I say that. AI, I mean, if it if it studies terrible blog posts, it can also study good blog posts, obviously, and then try to emulate those, right? But it will always be like an emulation of it, right? It will take time until it really, really hits your voice, for example. And I think that's that's where you will have to set yourself apart. Right? How do I, I don't know. How do I stand out with my writing? How do I not? be a bland writer how do i add my own voice my own opinion and so on to it and i think that's just that's just the important part there to to make sure that ai won't replace your work won't replace you won't replace us and i mean in education i'm adjusting or like i mean i never really had standardized tests because i think they're stupid but i do encourage my students to use ai if they want to and just make sure that i don't ask them questions or i don't grade them on stuff that an ai could do because why would I be mad at them for using tools that are out there that they can use in their everyday life that, that they will be able to use when they work? Why would I be mad at them for using them? They should learn how to use those tools while they're at uni so that they are great at using them once they leave uni. So no problem at that. But hey, uh, I don't want to talk about too much about, about my work and about uni, but more like about like the, the global general aspect of it, right? <laughs> so... <clears throat> so... See, I'm I'm, I'm torn <laughs> because I think it's I think I think it's super interesting where I comes from and um, Lex like Friedman had like an interesting post that I not necessarily agree with he's like the humans are API APIs for AI, AI is API for like programming and for this, program for Python, and Python is for C sharp and whatever and this is then he then narrowed it down to like how it all relates to physics and physics is the API to the universe or whatever. So it's a typical Lex Friedman thing like semi smart, there's some good stuff in there, but then it's also wanna wannabe philosophy in there. And I just don't think that Lex is... Lex Friedman is like a philosopher, but he—I mean—he doesn't say that he's one. So I mean, n- not throwing hate to Lex. Like yeah, I think Lex is awesome. That's why I follow him. Um, but like, it has some—it ha- it has some grounds to it, right? And that's why I, I also said we're not going to—we should, shouldn't be afraid of AI because it, it is somewhat just the next step. And I think on Rogan, I also discussed it. That they said like, yeah. The developers of OpenAI, they were surprised at how how big it became, how fast and how big. Because for them, for the developers, it was just the logical next step. It was nothing like, oh my God, awesome. It was just like, well, we've been doing this for 20 years now. So the next step is just simply to chat with it. It's like no big deal. But the public who hasn't been exposed to AI for basically forever, they're all freaking out. It's like, it's the same thing now when I talk to my colleagues. Lots of them are freaking out, like "Oh my god, are we gonna get replaced?" Ah, uh, and so on, right? For for me, like I, I, I've been working with AI tools forever, like thanks to digital marketing and so on. Like I, I've been looking into AI writers, and uh, like I don't know since I was a teenager. <laughs> I mean, back then Yahoo Pipes would scrape the internet, uh, you would scrape the internet, and then you would would create like your own pipelines, then like scrape content from here, <laughs> put it together, publish there. So that, that's been kind of like an AI back then as well so I mean for us for people who have been exposed to it it's not, it's nothing crazy It's just like yeah that's I mean everyone's has been working on like natural language processing forever so uh, it was just about time to actually re- release something like this. And that's why I'm saying like, it's just a, the next progression. It's not like a quantum leap, and all of a sudden, no, I don't think so. So and that, that's why I also don't think that it's going to just replace now everybody. Um, and if the BuzzFeed um, news is correct, then, well, A, BuzzFeed's terrible anyways, and, and B, well, they're going to get bitten in, in the behind because what happens if, I know, God forbid what happens if open AI is down for a few hours you're not going to write any articles then for example um, i mean no nothing no breaking articles like, i mean you have your articles on hold obviously about like random stuff but and who's going to write the breaking articles and all those things who's going to do like like in-depth investigative journalism not that BuzzFeed would do that anyways but i mean that's what that's then what actual writers slash journalists will be doing right write the actual stuff it's like you can already create your company logo with an AI for example there's so many logo makers right online they all look the same though they all look different but you can tell if you've, if you've been exposed a bit. you can tell which logo maker was used to create that logo same like when you look at presentations like uh, for me for, as, a, as a uni professor if I look at presentations I can see oh that's a Canva presentation that's a I know that's a PowerPoint, that's a keynote, that's whatever. Like you, it's a pressy. <laughs> you can see those things, right? And if someone really creates something by themselves on their own, then it looks different. And I think that's the reason why we should not be afraid of AI. We should embrace AI. I use AI as inspiration, as a guideline. I just wrote a I just just wrote, wrote some some content, and I did use AI. I did use AI to say, hey, I. I, can you show me a guideline or show me like a few pointers? And then I took those pointers and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's dive into that and let's critically think about those points and let's find more information on those points. So I didn't just copy paste it. That is stupid. Um, but you just use it as an inspiration and say like, okay, yeah, cool. Saved me a little bit of time right now so I don't have to... Think about the guideline or like the outline by myself. But then once I have the points, I'm gonna go deep and I'm gonna analyze and so on. And for that, AI is awesome. AI is also great. If you, if you're a student, for example, and you have to analyze, like or you, you you read something difficult, you're like, oh god, that's so many words. What, what does that mean? Copy it, p- put it into the AI. In this case, OpenAI, but there are others. Put into a, a, the AI. Say hey. Summarize it, make it easier to understand, and then the AI will summarize it. Of you always have to double check if really you think that everything that's in the in the orig, original text is really also translated into easy in the new text. But f- things like this are awesome. So so utilize AI rather than being afraid of it, rather than banning it. That's what I'm saying. You can't ban it anyways. It's going to be implemented in MS Teams. So there's no no way of banning it anyways. Uh, so use it, know how it works, utilize it, embrace it don't don't completely rely on it don't be like oblivious and be like ai is gonna do everything i don't need to do anything because that's also not true of course right because and here's a secret and then i'm gonna finish because my voice is gonna go in any any second but the ai is only as smart as the input you're giving it so there are two things all right a what do you ask the ai matter so you have to know what you want you just say hey ai write an essay ai is like yeah here but that, but you need to say like what should it focus on, like which voice, which style, and what so you have the input, make the input really specific. The same thing with the AI picture generators, right? Um Midjourney, which is my favorite, like I think it's even way, way better than, than DALI in in my opinion. Um But then there are others like this. <coughs> I just I just used um an AI presentation generator that, that combines like DALI and then also the text generator. Pardon me, now you see my voice is going. So that's that's great. So use all those tools. But it really is only as smart as the input that you give it and it learns from text that's out there. So if there's lots of BS text out there, the AI is gonna give you BS back. Just saying. Alright. Now that my voice is completely shut. Let me know what you think about AI, workforce, impact on life, society, and so on. I'll do a detailed breakdown next week when my voice is better. Now I'm just going to quietly suffer on my bed, uh, <laughs> pass out, and hope my voice is going to get better. As always, thanks for joining. Like, share, subscribe, rate the podcast so we get a bigger audience. We can discuss all things AI a little bit more. Um, until then, stay safe. Take care. Somebody, Cup. <laughs>